Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime. We used to talk about why it is that we love it so much. Those days are gone. No, they're not. I don't think they're gone forever. I I hate that freaking horse. I I hate him. I know. I hate him, Jordan. I hate him so much. I mean, you're right, too. Ugh. Nowadays, we mostly talk about this horse that we hate. <laughs> hey, who's that? That's our guest, who also hates the horse. <laughs> He's a bad horse! He's, he is bad, bad horse, at every bad horse, aspect of horse. being a horse. He's the thoroughbred of sin. <laughs> it's Annie Creighton. Annie, hi, how are you? Oh, I, I'm better now that we're about to just sort of get all of this horse hating out of our system for, you know, a few minutes. Can I tell you, when I posted uh, last week's episode, I was listening to it, and it, and I, I, I remarked on this when I posted it. It is definitely the angriest we've ever been on this show. We, we just... You guys were really, really tired. We were tired, but we were also, we were swearing up a storm at this, I mean, again, rightly so, at that fucking stupid kid with his fucking flying machine. But we were so mad about the whole episode. It was pretty amazing. That's the thing. Usually on each episode of the show, there's five characters we like. At least. <laughs> Maybe, there's usually six for each of us. It's just there's a, there's most overlap. Because right. I like Chibi now, and you always like Memoru. You uh, do you still like Chibi? <laughs> I like Chibi. I mean, Chibi. Like, I don't like that Chibi is a a vehicle for these stories about a goddamn horse. Okay, right. I like Pink Sugar Heart Attack Chibi. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love Trainee Chibi. A couple yeah. of years ago, Chibi. You mean? Oh no, uh, that was the Halcyon Days of Our Youth last Chibi. Year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the thing about last week's episode was we had to deal with Chibi's stupid friends, and then they made a new stupid friend who was fucking awful. Like, it's a terrible <laughs> spinoff in the middle of the show. Yeah. This episode, I think, at least has the potential of having a pretty fun, like, a pretty fun plot at its core. I love a Freaky Friday. Spoiler warning. And yet... Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you, you say that like you haven't already watched the episode and know whether it's good or not. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not good. But I will say this. <laughs> I will say this, and we'll get into this on the show. Uh, but if you listen to our most recent Chibi-sode, Shannon Manor and I sat down and read uh, the manga equivalent of this story, which was also, it's the same manga story that's about Ami, Ami having a shitty deadbeat dad. <laughs> Yeah. Who only communicates with her through an annual postcard on her birthday. Ugh. Ami's dad is awful. Ami's dad is like the dad from a Tom King comic. Wow. Yeah, that's how Oof. bad he is. But uh, that also has the Usagi Switch Ages plot, which uh, I, I will say, 
Is it good? No. Is it slightly better than it was <laughs> uh, wrapped up on the in the manga? Surprisingly, yes. Wait, wait, wait. It's better than the manga? Specifically, the resolution of the plot about Chibi and uh, Chibi and Dayusagi <laughs> switching bodies, switching ages. All right. Well, let's let's leave that as the as the teaser and see if there's anything else we need to discuss before we get to the episode. Okay. So, uh, speaking of things we need to discuss later in the episode, oh. uh, you might want to put a pin. <gasps> In that, what do you uh, mean? and join us in the act break for some exciting sailor business business news. Before we get into the show, though, Annie, what's up? Do you have any horse developments in your life? <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been a week since you recorded. I, I took a road trip and saw some horses. You did? Yeah. I mean, we didn't go to see the horses, but we did drive by. The- Wait, no. No, no, no. I do have something. We did watch a Hallmark movie about a horse ranch this weekend. Wow. What have you experienced more of in the time between episodes? Horses or Sailor Moon? Well, because of the because of the hour 30 of uh, two heterosexual people who can't quite get it together until their chase kiss at the very last end of the movie, uh, it's gonna be the horses. Wow. Uh, For a long second, I did think you were talking about me and Jordan. (laughs) And I don't don't think it's going to take us that long to kiss. We got 50 more episodes here. (laughs) Didn't we, uh, didn't somebody already write fanfic about this or? Uh, I think so. It's been a while. Nobody's shipping us. Yeah. What's, 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 what's that ship name is the question. Jordan. No. No, it's got to have. Gross, awful. I hate it. Well, the alternative is Jis. I don't know what you want. Mm, that's pretty bad. Jis. <laughs> okay. How about how about Whims? Ugh. <laughs> Can we have like a cool ship name like like Swipe. one of the ones we do on the show? Writer editor. <laughs> Mustache bad. Batman. Mustache Batman. Mustache Batman is All pretty right. good, actually. <laughs> All right. Good job, Annie. Good job. You've done it again. <laughs> Okay, so in addition to the horses, do you have any Sailor Moon news in your life? It's been a week, so I still don't. I, do, do people have have Sailor Moon updates in between episodes, typically? S- well, typically yeah. we record both episodes at once. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm guessing no. Sometimes they save something back. <laughs> no, you can, you can absolutely, people absolutely, because what we do is we ask you your history with Sailor Moon. Yeah, and then we ask you for recent Sailor Moon. That updates. was way back when these episodes were in like double digits. I mean, yes. I've been here a lot. I think we burned through some material here, my dude. Yes, absolutely, yes. But like, we don't know everything you do in your life. You yeah. could have gone out and done some sort of awesome Sailor Moon thing, and you've had a week. Yeah. I mean, I did look up today the person who directed this episode and was shocked that it was not like the Utena guy. Because oh, yeah, I want to put money on this being an Ikuhara episode. <laughs> but, like, I did discover that, like, the guy that did Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon R went on to uh, co-produce uh, Princess Tutu, which is, like, one of my favorite magical girl shows. And then also went on to make Arya, which I hate, but is something my husband loves. Uh, nothing happens. It's about people who are uh, boat drivers on venice which is on mars now 
uh, nothing happens. You'd be shocked. Uh, and he is apparently also show running the uh, newest season of Precure, which is big. Huh. Wait, do you mean it's like a, a good development for his career or do you mean the girls are large now? <laughs> oh, no, they're still they're Aww. still like little girls. It's, Precure is made for five year old girls. So uh, the mascot character is a literal baby from what I was seeing today. I didn't mean anything rude by that. I just meant like. Like they're like they're big now, like like a Megazord. No, no, no. They don't get giant. Yeah, no. It's not like an Ultraman thing. Okay. No, I didn't think you meant anything rude. I just thought that was a cheesy. I mean, I can tell you about Princess Tutu if we want to fill some time. Well, no, I don't. We don't need to necessarily fill time. If you think it's fun and relevant, though, sure. But it's up to you. Because I love Princess Tutu. Okay, then yes, go for it. We like sharing love. So what you need to know is that there is a man named Drosselmeyer who makes fairy tales turn real and who writes fairy tales. It's one of those kinds of like genre things. But here's the thing. He's voiced by Norio Wakamoto and Norio Wakamoto pretty much is a weird dude who makes a living on having on having a voice that is impossible. <sighs> so every time he says, for instance, in a in another show, he pronounces a little girl's name, Carol. He pronounces like, Kyo-do-do. And uh, every time he says Princess Tutu in this, it's Princess Tutu. That's pretty intense. Princess Tutu is about a duck who turns into a beautiful girl who goes to school uh, in a dance school where the teacher is a cat man. uh, And this duck, who is named Ahiru, uh, which is duck, and in some versions they'll actually call her duck. I hate that. Also turns into a ballet magical girl named Princess Tutu to help find all of the scattered memories of a fallen prince who is asleep who is named Siegfried, I think. Because it's kind of a Swan Lake thing. There's a black swan uh, character and everything. Uh, she actually doesn't end up falling in love with a prince. She ends up falling in love with like the angsty second guy who would definitely would be like the Zuko I ship from the start. Except they actually get together. It's perfect. Okay. I have a lot of questions. There's a lot of ballet. It's really good. Is everyone an animal person or just the duck and the cat? Just the duck and the cat and I think a couple of other people. It's a whole town that's been basically ensorcelled by stories with a capital S. Uh, and a lot of what the show does at the end is sort of undoing these these uh, fairy stories and bringing the world back to what it was. Um, if if anyone has ever read the webcomic Namesake, there's a lot of similarities oh. in there in terms of like writers having the ability to bring things to life and the things that they write in terms of like stories playing out and having a narrative thread that must be followed. It's the same kind of thing I like in the Discworld witch books. But I, I love Princess Tutu. And I always pronounce it in my head. Princess Tutu. <laughs> it kind of sounds like you're saying Princess Chuchu. Yes, that's because that's the sound that they it, that they would make. Tutu isn't really a isn't really a noise. Yeah, I know. So but it's, it's like I just want there to be a trained <laughs> magical girl now. But I suppose there we have Russia Sentai Tokyo for that. We always have Russia Sentai Tokyo. Which is the most magical girl Super Sentai has ever been, I think. Hey, I have some Sailor Moon uh, business, uh, recent uh, stuff. Yeah, what do you got? Um, First of all, I was given a gift of a uh, Sailor V, or was it Sailor V or Sailor Venus? Oh, shoot, now I can't remember. But it's it's like a color guide from the animation people. So, like, it, it has like a... A drawing of her on a cell with no color and then a background 
that has like color codes that match up with the 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 cell. Uh, so it's to tell you uh, what colors she's meant to be. Very cool. That's so cool. I love that. Um, in addition, uh, here's a really dumb thing, but I want to talk about it anyway. Uh, I was doing a Q&A on Twitter the other day, and somebody asked me, what would the Sailor Scouts do during the purge? And I was like... <laughs> Oh, bam. <laughs> well, hold on. Uh, the, the po- that's not the point of the conversation. Uh, because my answer was, well, the moon's out, so they're fighting evil. But that the way I phrased that made me go, oh, now I want to see a version of the Sailor Scouts where their like transformation is done like like werewolf style. <laughs> where they like can't control it. It's like cued by moonlight and like freaks them out. Yeah, that's that's and I want to see a horror Sarah Sailor Scouts like werewolf style. Wouldn't the purge be the only time that they wouldn't be fighting evil? No. Do, okay. First of all, are you telling me you think they would be into the purge? They're the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, I, I don't Next know. Thing, okay. Let me ask you this, Chris. If <laughs> the mayor of Gotham uh-huh. says once a year crime is legal, is Batman going to be like, cool, I get the day off? I mean, it would be nice for him to have a day off every once in a while. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is that Sailor Scouts and most superheroes in general are vigilante justice, right? This time you're just taking out the vigilante part. Well, but the thing is, where are you going to take them? Like, not an issue for the Sailor Scouts, but Batman, you know, he's going to take people back to to jail. He's going to take them to the police. Police aren't going to take the Joker. It's the Purge. The Riddler can riddle all night. <laughs> so he'll just have to beat them up and tie them up until morning. The Purge in the, the, the Juban Purge is the <laughs> one night of the year when you can get Chanelas and get inside a vegetable pod and <laughs> lose some weight and go on a cruise on a terrible boat. And die. And die. And have all your energy taken. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Hey, question. I've watched 158 episodes of this show. Why did they need to take people's energy? To wake up that lady. Yeah, to make the ball go. <laughs> Gotta work that ball. Those are good answers. Those are good answers. Uh, do you want to talk about Sailor Moon now? We have been, but yes. Okay. I guess we probably should have mentioned this at any point before now, but we are watching episode 158 of Sailor Moon Supers, which is called Pegasus' Secret, The Boy Who Protects the Dream World. Jordan. Yeah. It's got an English title from Cloverway. Yeah, it's fine. Listen, it's fine. It's boring. Uh, Guess what the first word is? Shitty. No, no, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Is this is the episode called Shitty Horse? <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on. Get, take a wild guess. Out of any word in the English language, what do you think the first word is? The. No. Freaky. A. Come on. We're not playing Wheel of Fortune here. Use the knowledge you have of the show. Moon. <laughs> Actually, that's a good guess. More specifically. I'll tell you what. It's a word that's in oh, motherfucker it's the first word of the fucking episode title pegasus yes what happens to him <gasps> he is revealed you just nailed it pegasus revealed that's the 
that's basically the same as the Japanese title. That is cheating. Oh, I thought you liked when they actually used the same title. Well, if it, you can't half-ass it. <laughs> anyway, so episode 158, which is called Shitty Horse. <sighs> no, you know what it should have been called, honestly? What? This is Let's not a joke. It. it should have been called, like, Mixed Up M- Monday, or Mixed Up Moon Day. Oh, Because it's a there Freaky Friday. Yeah, you're right, it is. We're doing a Freaky Friday. But we're not there yet. Are you sure it's not C.S. Lewis was right about Susan Penisive? Vice versa. How many movies? So there's Freaky Friday. There's Vice Versa. There's what? Eighteen again? Is that one? Is uh, hang on. Let me take these as they came. Is it Penisive? I thought it was Pevensey. I don't know. I just don't want to get emails. <laughs> I think it's Penisive. I I think that's how it was pronounced in the in the more in the most recent movies. But I I don't know. Okay. Second thing. Uh, we got, we got Freaky Friday. We got the Freaky Friday remake. <laughs> we got 17 again. We've got, let's see. L- let me just Google real quick movies like Freaky Friday. Okay. I've got a few. Uh, no, these are cheating. 13 going on 30. The change up. No, that's 13 going right. on 30 isn't a switch. It's a big. Oh, okay. It's a big. Then never mind. Yeah. Uh, like father, like son. I saw that one when I was a kid. Yep. No, I was wrong. It is Pevensey. I've learned something today. There you go. You're the only one. <laughs> well, I just learned that 13 Going on 30 is like a big movie. Yeah, it's a girl. She becomes Jennifer Garner. It's big girl. Yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's big, but a girl. Die girl. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Oh, that one got me, Annie. Thank you. <laughs> so, where do we open here, Jordan? I think we open with a, a, a chibi running down the street. Uh, yeah. What is she doing? I don't know. I don't remember. She's got a Mamo doll. There's some kind of monologue That's going weird. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the weird thing is that it's not the same Mamo doll that Mamo has. Oh yeah. Wait, what's going on here with her peeping on on her parents kissing? This is weird. Yeah. It's all weird. The Mamo because because it's I do want to specify it's a Mamo doll. It's not a tuxedo yeah. mask doll, oh, which yeah. we've seen many times, which kind of makes sense. It is a it? it is a little action figure in his green ass jacket, <laughs> his purple ass pants. I mean, presumably, she's like gone to like a doll store and been like i want this piece of this turtleneck and this green jacket and so she went to build a mammo <laughs> yes <laughs> build a, a man and she built a mammo build yes. a dad build a dad there you go <laughs> so yeah then she like this is no, like hold a on i'm still sequence. stuck in build a dad i'm still stuck in build a dad because she went she picked out this outfit yeah. and they were like are you sure yeah there, she was like, well, you don't seem to have the weird shirt that nobody knew what it was for like 20 years. What did you say it was? They're like, uh, little girl, uh, are you sure this it, is the outfit you want on your little dad? It's incense. I still think it's a weird chicken. It is not. It's absolutely incense. It was proven. <laughs> was it? I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, we got proof. So yeah, she sees she sees Usagi and Mamo making out oh yeah you know just at least 
God, Jordan. I don't want to do I this just show anymore. He's that was it. Definitely 14, right? Yeah. She no, is she, no she's she must be 15, 15. right now. Come on. Yeah. That doesn't make it better. Just, just heads up. <laughs> I don't want anybody getting the wrong idea about that discussion. We're just giving an accurate report of Usagi's age. <laughs> What's her blood type? Uh oh. Oh, good. Yeah. Been a while. You know, she likes eating, sleeping, taking the easy way out, and 40-year-old men. Uh, he's not. He's like 19, maybe. <laughs> See, when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound any better, does it? I mean, it's definitely better than 40. I actually saw a screen cap of, of a uh, our relationships thread today of a 21-year-old who found out the 19-year-old he was dating was actually 15. How did that go? Um, he was like, I just don't know what to do. I obviously I stopped doing like intimate stuff with her, but I just don't know what to do now. And it's like, you, you break up with her. Well, okay. Look, one option, you break up with her. The other option is you wait around on top of a streetlight and throw a rose at her whenever she's in trouble. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's option B. (laughs) Maybe you do both. Maybe you break up with her because your future self told you to. Then you hang out on top of street lamps. So anyway, so, Chibi is pissed yeah, off. Chibi's mad that her parents are in love, which is weird. <laughs> the whole okay, we have talked about before about how the show holds on to stuff too much, right? Like the show holds on to elements it does not need to hold on to, like Ray okay. being a jerk, like that's the show, or or Memoru being mean to Usagi for so long, like it didn't need to do that. Like all that stuff is wrapped up pretty uh pretty easily in the comic right pretty quickly or like how at this point you really don't need any of the other sailor scouts at all because the show's just about two of them now (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) that's not wrong would that it were but the whole thing of like chibi and her weird infatuation with Mamo was like I mean, it was never good. Like, I never liked it, but it made more sense before Chibi went through a lot of character development and stopped being, like, such a tiny child. You know? I do. Um, I'm just I'm just going to blame Genji again. It's best to just blame Prince Genji. Who's Prince Genji? Uh, Tale of Genji is one of the earliest novels in existence. Uh, it was a written by a um a woman who was uh, i think part of the noble courts i john read it because he studied that in school he studied japanese language um but basically you know how you have that thing in japan that's always like a little girl who's gonna grow up and marry daddy and like then they do those anime where like they're like oh that's actually okay that's okay that that happens because then she grows up and she's still in love with daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's a- <laughs> Annie, mm-hmm. going to have to make a quick request that uh, you don't use that voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was but upsetting. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Genji is upsetting. So this is like yeah, a Chobit a- situation that you're talking about. Oh, lots of things go back to Genji. So, so many things go back to Genji. Like, here's the thing. Prince Genji uh, wandered around and I believe um, mm, Genji is the guy who raised a little girl 
uh, up from a very young age to be his wife. And that's not even the weirdest shit that he got into. Yeah. And I mean, I know now he's like a cyborg ninja and and his brother's in Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the same guy. And his, and his brother makes kisses on the cowboy. And there's some weird Heian era shit that all this goes back to, and I blame Genji every time. Look it up on the internet, kids. It'll be a bad time. Well, all speaking right. of bad times, Chibi's having a rough one. Adults are kissing. Why can't I be an adult who kisses? I, why can't I kiss a horse? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's so upset about seeing all these adults kissing, which is very, very bad because she walks by the nice couple contest. (laughs) (laughs) And I gotta say, where can I go see the nice couple contest? (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. I would love to meet some new couple friends. Do you want to enter it? Mm, We're more of a, we're more of a likable couple, I think. Not nice. Honestly, where are Haruka and Michiru in this? They're not a nice couple. They're a good couple, but they did frequently try to murder people. Yeah. They are cousins, too. You're right. (laughs) They're just so cousins. They were never more devoted cousins. So (laughs) So anyway, Chibi's mad. And she starts giving uh, Usagi some guff. I don't even really get the guff. Like, but she's just like, you're supposed to be older than me. And she's like, I am older than you. <laughs> Which again <laughs> is a pretty weird argument. <laughs> Cause there's a lot of ways we can go with this. Yes, of course she's older than you. She's your mom, but not yet. But you're a child. <laughs> but I'm also 900 years old. <laughs> well, I'm the reincarnation of an immortal moon princess. <laughs> this show needs to stop this show needs to stop <laughs> it's specifically... bad news oh look it specifically needs to stop uh acknowledging its own complicated history uh so she so she gets so mad oh and by the way so yusagi's like did you finish your homework she's like of course i did and yusagi's like well oh well that's because your math is really easy I wish I was still doing such easy math. Um, and then Chibi storms out of there. Uh, FYI, in case you're wondering, I did kind of quickly check her math. I didn't check all of them, but the ones I checked, she was right. So in case you're wondering. Good news, everybody. Good news. Chibi does her math properly. So she ends up wandering off because she's upset that she can't kiss a bad horse. <sighs> But then, I will say this, this is the best part of this episode, by far, because yeah. Palapala has figured some shit out. <laughs> uh, I believe you. <laughs> I'm still on the yeah. opening credits. No, did you, like, uh, did you not love this? Palapala uh, has yes. just gathered together a bunch of people, and she's going to knock all their soul mirrors out at once. Yes, this is amazing. Yeah. Dude, here's the best thing about that, though. She tells a weird puppet story, and when nobody likes it, she's like, oh my god, what's that over there? Well, also, they're exploding puppets. It's a candy tree! (laughs) 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 Which is... Palapala might be the best thing about this season, honestly. I want to know how she got exploding puppets. I mean, Jordan? (laughs) Have you seen the show before? Nope. Okay, well, um... Usually the bad guys do not have any trouble getting anything they need, like, say, a car or a mansion 
or like or a, a sexy shoe or a business. How about a zillion blue balls that are linked up to one another so that they all follow the same action? I mean, those are That's the easiest thing of all. Those aren't balls, Jordan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about evanescence orbs. You know what? It's over. I'm deleting it from the soundboard now. <laughs> All right. That's it. That was Goodbye, the last time. Evanescence. We hardly knew ye. I think we knew Evanescence too well. <laughs> Their time was limited. We, we all knew it. <laughs> oh, Chris, you know, you forgot to mention that this uh, episode originally aired on December 23rd. Two days oh, yeah, before. I probably should have. I probably should have said that. Um, this episode was uh, written by Genki Yoshimura, directed by... Junichi Sato and the animation director was Memoru Kurosawa. What? And it originally aired on December 23rd, 1995. And Jordan, you know what that means. It's almost Halloween. I wish I had played Evanescence there. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I think you should have. I mean, it's too late now, but I think you should have edited that clip. So when you click it, it just goes. Christmas immediately. I like the intro. It's a great intro, but like as a drop, you could be like, it's almost Christmas. That's that's because I don't edit the song at all. I just literally have the whole song loaded into the soundboard. <sighs> lazy. No, it's not lazy. It's because it's a perfect song. Oh, right. So let's play the whole thing. So, so where were we? Yes, as, as you said. Palapala and how smart she is. And Evanescence Yeah. Pause. And Evanescence Falls, yeah. Palapala has circumvented Madame Zirconia's whole bullshit operation. I'm sorry, I just have to look up what the fuck Evanescence is. Because I don't know. Well, they were a band. Right. From the soundtrack of 2002's Daredevil. They, they asked to be woken up inside. They can't mean that it's a wake me up inside band orb. It might be a wake me up before you go-go band orb. That's a wham orb. The process or fact of evanescing. Go fuck yourself. Recursive <laughs> de- definition in Merriam-Webster. All right, let's look up evanescing to dissipate like vapor. So, in what way do these? It's a va- <laughs> it's a vaporing. <laughs> yeah, in what way do these balls vaporize? You know that the final attack in this series is called Moon Gorgeous Meditation, right? You know it's all nonsense. Well, that's because, like, that's some really beautiful meditation they do in order to shoot that. Yeah, um, explain the uh, Jupiter Oak evolution. You have to evolve an oak so big that it, <laughs> it gets struck by lightning. Okay, and the, uh, I mean, I guess the flame sniper is the closest yeah, yeah, yeah. to actually being the thing. No, it's the fucking, what is it? Aqu- How about Twinkle Aqua Yell? Rhapsody or something? Uh, the Twinkle Yell... It is clearly a, the twinkle yell does yell. And it's clearly a twinkle bell and they just fucked it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Anyway, let's get back to evanescence orbs. So she shoots a zillion <laughs> evanescence orbs into the back of a zillion children, not a zillion, like fifty. And they all get it's their mirrors lot. knocked out. It's a good number. It's a it's a it's a bunch. And they all it's get way their... more than one is the point. Right, right. And it doesn't work. Oh, by the way, but she, but she doesn't kill them uh, like she's supposed to. <laughs> That's another good, another good news. Another piece of good. But yeah, well, she doesn't kill them, but she doesn't not kill them either. Well, she does. They yeah. don't die. Yeah, but she it, she doesn't care. She doesn't. Uh, 
summon up a a, a monster because she's interrupted to eat their mirrors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, admittedly, she is interrupted by the people that she usually summons the monster to fight. But whatever. Chibi and 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 Sailor Moon are both there, and they start fighting about growing up. Yes. Yeah, they argue about the meaning of selfishness, which I didn't quite follow that line of logic there. They each think the other person's desire is selfish, that it's selfish for an adult to want to be a child and a child to want to be an adult. Neither of those things I think is selfish. Maybe, oh, I guess maybe the adult wanting to be a child is selfish, but I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to shame anybody. So like, yeah, I mean, it's, I think, I think maybe there's like a translation problem in the idea of selfish being like the closest thing they could get. I mean, cause yeah. I would not say wishing to have simple math of a child is selfish. I would say it's like, you know, lazy or I don't know, just kind of like taking the easy way out. Yeah, for example. For example. But that's not selfish. That's just, you know, it's 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 a negative trait for sure. It would be selfish if she was like an adult in charge of someone else, but she's 15 years old and she's not even like actually her daughter's mom yet. She's barely in charge of the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> and she's more in charge of them when she goes into her, her future queen trance. She's just not really abdicating any responsibility. Do you guys think uh, Queen Serenity was a huge goofball? I know we basically had this conversation before about whether Princess Serenity was an idiot. <laughs> well, like The original one? or the yeah. yeah, that's right, because Neo, yeah. yeah. No, she wasn't yeah. a queen in, in the original. Unless you mean her mother. Yeah, no, I mean her mom. Oh. Because they're all kind of the same person, right? No, like her mom has never, we've never seen any indication of her mom being anything other than like a classy lady. Okay. And and that's the thing is that, again, even, even future Serena, by which I mean future Usagi, like we had that joke, that episode where they make the joke about her not being able to write properly. But whenever she's like possessed of that spirit, you remember, she becomes like that weird, like, emotionless robot lady yeah but that's Mm. that's princess sailor moon that's a different thing than just like that's the thing is you know this is probably not the episode to be having this conversation about but that's that's the my whole thing is that usagi is a goofball and we know that when she grows up and becomes queen of the of crystal tokyo and she writes emails to her friends writes her little letters that she's still a goofball all right all right anyway and then, so then, uh, I think uh, Chibi's argument then also is that wishing to be an adult isn't selfish because, like, that's a real thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Whereas wishing to be a child could never happen. Like, that's so that's again selfish doesn't make sense. So they're arguing about who's more selfish, and so all of a sudden, uh, Palapala summons the opposite orb. Do you have a song for that? I don't. I wish I had the opposite of Evanescence, and I was, honest to God, trying to figure out this evening what the opposite of Evanescence was. I mean, isn't the opposite of Wake Me Up Inside, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go? I think it would be a song about going to sleep outside, right? So it would be be like a camping song. Go to sleep outside! No, here we go. Here's the opposite of Evanescence. There we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin's interest music. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still don't know what that is. Do, can, can you can you have played Bad Company? It's gone. All right. 
Bad company's gone. So anyway. It's on my old computer. Here's the thing. The yeah. opposite orb. I, I, listen, let's not think too hard about it because guess what? It doesn't make any fucking sense. What it does is it makes Chibi the age that Usagi was and Usagi the age that Chibi was. Yeah. That's not what opposites are, but all right. Yeah, that's that's not what, like, 15 is not the opposite of 10. <laughs> like, that's, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> One, so, yes, uh, Usagi should have become 51, and Chibi should have become 01. That's, no. Even that's not opposite, I know. They're not even, like, the opposites of each other. They're very similar. Right, right, right. They, they should have called it the Switcho Ball. <laughs> yeah, they should have called it the Freaky Friday Ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pal Pal should have been like, hey, I'm about to Freaky Friday, you guys. You know what that is, right? Like that movie Freaky Friday. You want like the Jamie Lee Curtis one with Lindsay Lohan or like the older one? Because right. I can do both. Oh, it's the same. Or maybe like, maybe we could do like the, the Disney Channel television show because I think they got that now. What do, you, what do you guys want? Okay, okay, okay. Can we do a movie called Freaky Friday the 13th where Jason and the victim get swapped? Yes. That, All right. So. I would watch that. So yeah, me Jason too. just dies? <laughs> <laughs> no, like like him and the final girl are facing off, and then all of a sudden like they're like, in each like, other's... Like Jason goes off to have sex in the woods? And then gets killed? <laughs> no, that's not the final girl. No, no, no. no he Jason to... runs away screaming from a teen girl chasing him with an axe. I mean, that actually sounds pretty good. Is it a chainsaw? Is it Jason's body runs away screaming, or Jason in the teen girl body runs away from his own body? Or well, both. What about, and what about the mother? Does the mother come in at this? She's super dead. Anyway, <laughs> great. Uh, that's a million dollar idea. Call us uh, New Line Films. The only good idea we have discussed on the show so far in the every what, episode, all the episodes we've been right doing this. It's been a lot of bad ideas. No, man, my werewolf uh, Isagi episode idea was great. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so what the opposite orb does is it switches their ages, which again... <laughs> It's so weird because their ages, one more time, are 15 and an indeterminate child. <laughs> 10 to 9,010. Yeah. I, she might be younger than 10. Maybe 8. Yeah, she's, I, I mean, she was definitely. She's pretty small. I feel like she was definitely 5. Yeah, I mean, she's a small lady. It's in her name. That's going to be weird when she uh, grows up and her name is still small lady. Oh, it just happened. Oh yeah, I mean that. It you know what? I was right. It's weird as shit. <laughs> yeah, now she's a Joe Sama. Yeah. So so hey, let's talk about their clothes. Guess what? They shrank and grew appropriately. Ex- well, mm, mm, did they? At the moment, they did. Right now, I would say I would say that uh, former sailor. You know what? We're just gonna have to call them by the code names. Sailor Moon's clothes shrunk appropriately. Chibi's. Chibis are no, no chibis. Well, listen, I, you're talking about the fact that she's wearing a very short skirt. First of all, I would point you towards the skirts of all the Sailor Scouts. Second of all, her boots definitely grew because they're like as tall as Chibi is normally. Mm-hmm. Her her bust is not bursting out of her clothes. Like it's it's all form fitting yeah, exactly appropriately. It's, it's look. There is we actually see them. They're yelling at each other. And then we yes. literally see them grow and shrink. 
Yeah. And Chibi's outfit, if you go back and look at those scenes, Chibi's is way shorter. Chibi's Chibi's skirt is way shorter than Usagi's. Uh, no, man, I'm watching it over and over again. It definitely grows. I mean, I hate that we're watching this over and over again, but you're wrong. Like, no, no, I'm not. I'm watching it. It gets bigger. Like it, it yeah. gets bigger. But the skirt, the skirt is shorter than Sailor Moon's skirt usually is. By which I mean uh, someone at uh, someone down at the Sailor Moon factory was like, "Hey, what if what if we drew this one like really horny though?" And no one stopped them. And someone should have cool stopped idea, them. Though. Why don't What's we say idea? this one is fine so we can uh, not think about this one uh, because it's sort of fine as opposed to the ones that come later because yeah. those aren't fine. Uh, that, we, that we are going to talk about those. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Oh, They're boy. not we have fine. No choice. Anyway, let's get to it. So uh, guess what? Hey, hey, uh, Chris, do you think that uh, Chibi is super attractive when she's 15? Because guess what? The show does. The show says... The show definitely oh, does. Oh, and pans up her we, body slowly. Oh, we get, oh, we definitely do a shoes to head. <laughs> we get the watercolor ooze. But yep. we also get... We also get Chibiusa checking herself out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Look, look, I've been playing that new Nintendo game, Dragalia, Dragalia Lost, the uh, the one on the, the new mobile game with dragons. Uh, here's the thing. It's not quite this. This this whole pan is not quite as horny as like most of the female character art in Dragalia Lost, but it's about a seven and a half out of ten. I think we can all agree. We can kind of all come down on this too horny. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Too horny. Uh, I don't I it, I want to complain about it, but even complaining about it gets too gross. <laughs> you know, she's just like, "Oh, I'm a big girl now. I've got boobs. Finally, I can make out with my horse." <sighs> I hate I hate it. I I hate that now we because of a decision we made in late 2014 <laughs> now have to think about it. We can't just watch this and go, mm, that's kind of weird. We have to we have to deal with this. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, Tiny Sailor Moon is very cute, though. Tiny sure. Sailor Moon is very cute. Because yeah, they, sh- they, they draw her, like, like not like Chibi Usa, but like Chibi style. Uh, they draw yeah. her a lot like, uh, except she wasn't in the Sailor Moon outfit, but a lot like they drew her in the Sailor Moon R movie, which is really, has the cute little pigtails. Uh, I like her little pigtails a lot. Yeah, it's adorable. Hey, don't worry about it. Good news. The episode's almost over. Chibi takes out the bell so she can summon Pegasus and they can kill the other bad guy. Great news. There's a gif of it. If what? There's a... Oh, you don't have to just keep looking at it over and over again, fellas. Don't worry. There's a gif of it. If... Oh. Oh, boy. Wow. We get to pan up her body over and over again. I do think her boobs are bigger. Oh, they're bigger. Oh, they're very yeah. big. I just mean they're they're big. They're real horny bigger. Like fifteen year old big. I'm sorry, sorry, Jesus sorry. That's Christ. Like anime fifteen year old girl big. Yeah. <laughs> she also yeah. has like the manga style tank top. You know that's oh. true. As opposed to Sailor Moon's outfit, so things are things are just just busting out all over. It's not great. Um, but yes, uh, I, I will say this. Please, if we can divorce it from the upsetting horniness of this episode i do like that we actually got like a new animation 
of like adult chibi doing the twinkle yell. I did like that. I also like her hair. I like that yeah. they that they did something slightly different from uh from Dark Lady. Yeah. And from Usagi. Yeah. And from Usagi. It's not just like when 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 she gets older, she has Usagi hair. She has different hair than Usagi. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate everything else. Usagi has little <laughs> tiny like little tiny uh, ponytails coming out of her odongos. Very yeah, cute. just just like yeah. in Sailor Moonar. So it's she does good. twinkle yell, and guess what? It doesn't work. She yeah. got. She's no, too old. I'm gonna for mess Pegasus. up the last name again. She's got. She got uh, Susan Pevenseed. Oh, she got into makeup. Is that a reference to uh, what do you call it? Uh, Narnia. Yeah, I just got it. I didn't read those, but I I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she, well, I was going to say she's too old for Pegasus, but that's fine. Yeah. Oh, same thing, same thing. I mean, that is kind of what is implied by the show. You might be wondering what Palapala is doing this whole time. Uh, don't worry, she's fighting the rest of the Sailor Scouts who showed up and are also idiots. No, don't lie. All this time, so far, she's just been watching and enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish you had phrased that any other way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, dude, she hasn't even been finding the other Sailor Scouts yet. They just show up and do a speech, and then she's like, all right, and Ollie's out. <laughs> yeah, which is, Palapel is smart. Palapel's the smartest villain we've ever had. Did she even have a disguise in this one? Was there, like, a little cloak when she was pretending to be a puppeteer? Yes, yes, she had she had a different outfit. I forget what it, what it looked like, but I remember her doing her, her ball change magic. Yeah, I mean, nice. she had a different outfit, but it was, you know... Wait, is she the one who did the dentist scam, or was that somebody else? Uh, I don't remember. I wish I remembered, Jordan. Let me look. Let me see. Episode 146. 140, no, not 146, no. A Dentist of Terror? Palapella's house. Nope, not 146. 146 is Holiday in Juban, Carefree Princess. 153, 153. It's episode 153. Okay. But yeah, that, so yes, this is Palapella, who also had the dentist scam. Yep, you're right. You're right. So she is, you're absolutely right. She's the good one. She's the one who actually knows what she's doing. She's the yeah. only one who has said, oh, that thing where you give me a picture of somebody who's definitely not the fucking person with the mirror? I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, that's a bad plan, Zirconia. I'm going to do something different. Uh-huh, it's going to uh-huh. involve puppets. That explode. So the rest of the scouts show up. They chase Palapella off, as Annie said. And then, uh, then they see... 15-year-old... Because, let's see, I keep wanting to call her grown-up Chibiusa, and the show <laughs> obviously wants us to think of her as that. But if she's just switched ages, then she's just 15. Okay, Chibi. Yeah, you're right. <gasps> Wait, that's, right, that's the right word, isn't it? You oh. would know better than I would, Eddie. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, it just means great, grand, large. It's, it's, it's the sort of big word. So, okay, Chibi. Okay, Chibi. Big little. Exactly, and then die, die So, so basically, uh, the the scouts show up and are like, "Something's different." And uh, and then we see. Big... I wish. Look, I don't. I don't approve of like making new versions of things. They're just like all oh, cusses, you know. I think that's that's lazy humor at best. Okay, cool. But I do wish that instead of being like, something's different, that like, Minako was like, this is pretty fucked up, guys. <laughs> hey, this one, this one's pretty fucked up, Ami. Minako specifically? 
Yeah, I think Minako would be a good choice for that. Yeah, yeah, she's the one who would say that. Because <laughs> she's she's the horniest scout, so she should be the one to let everyone know that this is way too horny. Naturally. So Big Little Rabbit <laughs> goes up into her attic and hits her head. Big Small Lady. Big Small Lady. I, I guess, medium Lady. Medium Lady. <laughs> I, I guess medium she, Lady, it averages out. Well, we don't have the Luna Ball anymore, do we? So we can't, how do we hypnotize... The parents into Ikuko's not home. That's the only way this works. <laughs> okay. Is that no. Ikuko and Kenji and probably Shingo are not are just we're going to go on vacation without you. <laughs> they don't exist on this show anymore. Maybe they walk in and they just go, uh, "Hey, I grew my hair. I mean, I cut my hair and dyed it pink." And then Chibi's like, "Yeah." I mean, and then Yusagi pretending to be Chibi is like, "Yeah," and I dyed my hair blonde. And they're like, "It's kind cool. of a gift of the Magi thing. We were going to be twinsies and match, but we didn't talk about it beforehand." Also, I'm wearing Chibi's clothes. Don't. It's fine. Okay. Good night, it's everyone. Not fine. Now we have to talk about <laughs> it. Because they, because yes, her Sailor Scout costume grew to her body, and then she turned back into a regular person, and her child clothes decided, well, we're not changing back. So she's wearing tiny little eight-year-old clothes on her 15-year-old body, which do not It's fit. exactly as horny as you think it is. It's, yeah, it's too much. I don't. It's, it's too horny. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, and I don't know if I like the show. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time watching Sailor Moon, and it's and it's gone from being a thing I love to a thing that I'm not sure if I like. I also want to mention that before they come home, when she's doing, like, her little twinkle yell that doesn't work, Big Small Lady is definitely like, oh, Pegasus, what will you think of me now? Ugh. And like my only notes are there are just yuck four times. Yeah, look, we can we can talk. We can that's that's a yuck, right? I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it's no more of a yuck than what we usually have in the show. It's not, but it's so much more overt than it used to be. Yeah, that is a that's a fair. There is there's no subtextual wanting to make out with a horse. It is text now. Speaking of, oh, oh, it's not going to be. It's. It's good. All right, I mean, we'll get there. Hold on, we hold can't on, get to there hold yet. on. Speaking of notes that we had in our notes, I, I actually forgot. Uh, Speaking of notes that we had in our notes. Um, <laughs> so I watched both episodes last week, and I made this note last week, uh, and it's important to remember. Hey, remember last episode, guys? So yeah, this episode, uh, Chibi tries to summon Pegasus, and he doesn't show up. How's that faith in Pegasus coming? <laughs> How's that part where she doubted him last time and he was like, see, you shouldn't have fucking doubted me. And then the next time she calls him, he doesn't show up. You got to keep her on her toes. <laughs> Can't let her get comfortable. So believe it or not, nah. there actually is a kind of explanation for uh, Ikuko not losing her shit in this episode. No way. Wait, wait, wait. No way. Hold on. No, you, what? Don't forget that she goes home to her attic and like no, literally weeps at her pegasus ball trying to get it to respond to her yes um i anyway. know like that is not don't worry everyone knows okay what's the explanation what's the explanation uh, well they go to mamaroos and they're like no but they go that home was, first that was them home a minute ago they go home first and i'm telling you the family's not home that's the only way this works uh-huh. yeah but where the fuck are they not where they should be. Did they all go out to dinner by themselves? I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Yeah. If ugh. I have... It, ugh. 
I have these kids in my house, I would. There's this terrible shot of Chibi standing at attention outside Memora's apartment in her fucking way too small clothes. By the way, they went home and, and Yusagi didn't go, hey, put some fucking clothes on. Uh, maybe they could have like just switched. Yeah, you think? Yeah. They switched later because they put on pajamas and like little oh. Chibi Sailor Usagi who's not from the future. <laughs> He's wearing, he's wearing like little girl pajamas, the same one that like big small lady had when she was little small lady. Okay, this well, is that, a little that confusing. brings its own set of problems. We'll get to that in a second. Yep. The, the even the show at this point when they show uh, Los Dos Usagis going into uh, Memory's <laughs> house, even the show is like, "Hey, can she be holding a bag or something?" <laughs> Can she can she hold some luggage over her ass, which is a hundred percent out? Thank you. <laughs> oh, and that's while uh, while Mamoru is thinking is literally not thinking, saying that he thinks he's on candid camera. This will be a weird, <laughs> be a weird thing to put on candid camera. I don't My know fellow. how how candid camera pulls off body swaps. <laughs> And this is the best thing. It's like that's a that's pretty much a direct translation. Got these like, am I on Bikuri camera, which is like surprise camera? Am I on surprise camera? Did my wife get tiny and my daughter get <laughs> un get uncomfortably attractive? I'm not into that. Am I on the Carbonero effect? <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. You know, I bet that's what they say in the new dub. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Am I being punked? <laughs> am, am I on, uh, oh, what, what is it? Oh, am I on Impractical Jokers? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> is Q about to come out? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they say, no, no, we're not on candid camera. Yeah. Then, uh, whoever was trying to mitigate the horniness is <sighs> like, what if Chibi got naked, though? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what if they both got naked, unfortunately? What if they took a bath? Yeah, but like, we, I mean, do we see, because we see Usagi like just swimming, like swimming in the bathtub and she's like, it's great to be Lil. Well, then, well, first of all, don't forget that we have seen actual Chibi like fully nude on the show. I would, why did you say don't forget that? Can I forget it? Am I allowed? <laughs> you can forget it now. But now... Semi-adult Chibi is naked, just checking herself out in the mirror. She's straight up just like, my boobs are huge. This is so great. But yeah, Pegasus it, won't even notice me. Me with my huge boobs and adult body. I mean, because I'm human. Says, says YA Chibi. Yes. There you go. That's a good answer. <laughs> so. Hey, <laughs> Chibi. Mm. Glad you like that one. What the fuck? Okay, this episode is get, just gets fucking weird. So then they're both sleeping in a bed. Uh, I guess Memoru gave uh -huh. them the bed, and he's sleeping on the couch or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's you know. Or does he have a guest room? Does he have a guest room? I mean, he's got a large apartment. He's very he, rich. <laughs> from, he's got that dead parent money. <laughs> that that Wayne fortune. That dead parent money, baby. Finance those roses. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gotta have a just a florist on call he's the florist he moves in botanical circles the point is she hears a whinny in the night oh. chibi does 
She hears a whinny in the night and it wakes her, or does it? Oh, Joe Sama, she... says the fucking horse. <laughs> she goes running through the streets of Tokyo, which turn into like Dr. Susie meets Cthulhu, weird staircases to nowhere. Uh, great. In like, in, in a, in a, definitely a borrowed pair of Mamoru's uh, oh, yeah. pajamas. Yeah, these, oh, yeah. These are Mamoru's pajamas, which is weird, because Usagi's wearing Chibi's pajamas. Yeah. We can't get into that. We can't ask the question that is hanging in the air here. We cannot. Yeah, I don't. What's the question? Does Usagi just sleep in the nude now? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think she just didn't think to pack it. She's an idiot. So, yeah, going back to this uh, Lovecraftian nightmare here, um, the blood moon rises, all the moblins come back. uh, (laughs) Be careful, Link. And then Chibi. Goes to the crystal swamp where the Amazon trio lives now. No, no, no. First, she sees a, a bunch of horses, no, she, and she—that's oh, she, where the horses are. Oh, they're where the Amazon trio is. I didn't see that. Yeah, the crystal swamp. It, you know, it's a dream. It's not very clear. Okay. Oh, I see what you're talking about. And so she meets a uh, herd of horses, mm-hmm. and she uses her horse death touch <laughs> to murder them all. Well, she tries to talk to the horses. Which implies that having met one horse who talks, Chibi's just like, pretty sure this is how it works now. Hello, horses. Where is your friend Pegasus, the talking flying horse? Yeah. And then, as you said, Jordan, she touches the horse on the face and the horse crumbles to dust. And it's pretty fucking scary. (laughs) Yeah. um, As a as a recovered horse girl, this is horrifying. Have have you recovered? Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm more into dragons and monster boyfriends now. Okay. Uh, well, this this show will certainly take no, you away from it horses. it will not! This is not a monster boyfriend, god damn it! No, no, he was saying it ruins horses for you. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, you can be well, done so. with horses. Like, this will put you off them forever. Yeah. Um, then the horse shows up and calls her my tiny lady, and I don't like that. My tiny young lady. Hmm. Mm, did did we did we have to? And the best part is we get the whole commercial break to to mull that one over. Ugh. Yep, the horse is here. I hate this fucking horse. <laughs> He's a bad horse. Bad horse. Bad horse. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Yeah. Hey, Don. I'm doing better now because we're done with the episode, right? Mm, we're halfway through, buddy. Ah, oh, Jesus. You know, with all this horse talk mm-hmm. about this horse we hate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we could use some good news. What's that? Uh, I have the pins. Oh, my goodness. Their actual physical pins are in your possession? They are. I did a con. Uh, with my pin guy. You pulled a con uh, on someone, yes. Mike from Proton Factory. Uh, if you are curious, check him out. He is the guy who helps us get the pins every time we get them. Nice. And he just cruised over to my table and with the box of pins. He's like, hey, I thought I'd surprise you. <laughs> so I have the box of Act Sorry pins. I sent pictures to you and Allie and Jake because I'm so proud of how they turned out. Uh, Katie's design looks awesome. They are, they're awesome, yeah. Yeah. Luna is absolutely every bit as purple as she should be. Okay. All right. Yeah, but the pins look great, which means we have them. 
And so I think what we're going to do is anybody who's at the $15 level at the start of, should we do it in November? The start of November? That's pretty close. Yeah, but sure. Why not? Okay, then it's at the start of November. That's not the only month they can ever do it, right? I mean, no, 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 no. Going going forward, but I just want like existing people to know the start of November is when I'm going to be checking everything. Uh, Everybody at the $15 level is going to get the everybody is going to get the new Axari pin with Luna, and we'll put a picture of it on the Patreon page for everybody to see, and not just patrons. Unless you request the tennis ball pin, that's what we're going to do from now on because this is now the 2019 pin. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Jordan? Absolutely. And again, we have plenty of tennis ball sailor moons. You can still get them, but I think going forward, we're going to default to uh, the new Actasari pins. I think they're pretty cool. Great. Love it. Uh, Also, I had another piece of uh, sailor business news. What? The S movie is out on uh, home video now. It's out on Blu-ray. It is uh, as of as of our broadcasting. It is I it, as of recording. It's not, but I literally uh, bought it while we were recording earlier. <laughs> well, that's good because I uh, am getting a copy from Viz. They are nice enough to send it uh, yeah. over. They always uh, have been really good. Send it just to you. Just yep, to me. I know. Uh, no, uh, Viz is going to send one over. They have always been really supportive of what we do here on Sailor Biz, and so mm-hmm. uh, I am going to be getting a copy of that soon. George, you're going to be getting a copy of it soon. We will be doing an episode on the sailor moon s movie which i'm actually very excited to see because i did not see this one in the theaters this time do you know who the guest is for that i do not we have had several people uh volunteer who are like i love the s movie so i think i'm gonna have to pick somebody from that so apologies for people who have uh were hoping to send in a call some very eager listeners got there before you unfortunately how oh how long is it the s movie yeah i don't know i don't have it yet let me let me look because uh, our movie was uh just about the amount of time that it would be worth uh, two episodes and yeah this one's 61 minutes so it's probably going to be two episodes yeah, probably we'll unless it there's not much to talk about but we've been here sure like will be. three hours already so yeah 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 there will be All we have to talk about here is how much we hate this friggin' horse also, there is. Uh, did you get the Super S DVDs, Jordan? Because there is apparently a uh, short on the Blu-rays of Super S that we've been requested to cover as well. I I I, I didn't because nobody sends them to me for free. So. Well, you're just gonna have to buy them. God damn it! Yeah, sorry, bud. Maybe the show should buy them for me. <laughs> I mean, maybe the show should. <laughs> as you were saying, I'm just saying maybe the show should. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I agree. Hey, uh, speaking of which, just in case you're you're new to the show, the stuff he's talking about is all uh, stuff you can you can check out on patreon.com slash sailor business. Excellent call, Jordan. That's where you can become a subscriber, not a subscriber to the show, because you can do that for free, but a patron of the show where you can give as little as a dollar a month or as much as all the money you have every month. Um, but it's the, the, the $15 a month amount that gets you the pin that he was talking about earlier. And I think $5 a month gets you the exclusive bonus content, like the terrible jokes that Chris made that he's going to have cut out of this episode. Yeah. That's probably going to go for, <laughs> probably going to go for Patreon Cause it's, I am falling asleep. <laughs> it's fun though. It's good. 
It's not yeah, just yeah, bad yeah. content. It's some good content too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> don't you think we did good <laughs> I'm kidding here, Jordan? It's, it's a it's a joke. It was a joke. How dare you? It was a joke. The, I mean, I don't subscribe to our our feed. Disrespect but... that I have to deal with. <laughs> Easy crazy. Anywho. Um, yeah. Patreon.com yeah, slash sailor business. You can help us out there and make it worth our time to stay up so very late. You want some uh, Twitter questions? Your favorite part of the show? I feel like I have developed a very adversarial relationship with questions from the hell site. I mean, to be fair, the last time I deliberately asked a question that you would ban. Yeah, why did you do that? That's a great question. Um, here's one that you're an expert at. Uh, King Ripter wants to know, am I crazy or are there some weird parallels with P- Pegasus and Comet the Superhorse? Uh, yeah. Yes, there are. I remember when you like did a whole little article on Comet the Superhorse and I was like, I can't tell him. I can't tell him they haven't gotten to the horse boyfriend yet. So t- tell us about these similarities. Well, uh, first of all, Comet the Superhorse isn't a fucking horse. What is that? That's step one. Comet the Superhorse, for those of you who don't know, is Supergirl's horse. Oh, but you just said he wasn't a horse. Yeah, he's not a fucking horse. <laughs> he pretends to be a horse, <laughs> but he is not. He is actually a former centaur. He's, not, he's also not, like, from Krypton or anything. So he's, okay. and he also doesn't have like superpowers. He's got magic power. Anyway, wait. So are you telling me he's a creeper who's like she thinks I'm just a horse and she's gonna like straddle me and this is gonna be really great? Yes, that is exactly and canonically what Comet the Super Horse's deal is. Oh my god! You know how they had a whole bunch of those really long internal monologues at that point? Yeah. yeah. Comet <laughs> is a centaur named Byron, right? Okay. Who was turned into a horse? I want to say by Cersei. Sure. I think that's how it happened. From the Eternals. No, Cersei from. Yeah. But look, you have to specify. One never can tell. (laughs) Who was then exiled into space. And so he lived out in space for like a thousand years. And then a comet knocked him loose of his magic space prison. And then he came to Earth. And with Supergirl's horse, and because now he's just like a like a horse, right? With superpowers, he can fly, but he doesn't have wings. And then Supergirl's like, "What a cool horse! I love this horse, who's definitely a horse." And then every now and then, when a certain comet passes by Earth, the comet, the superhorse, turns into a dude, not a centaur like he used to be, but like a full-on man. Wait, like what? Top and bottom man. That makes no sense. Oh, you buckle the fuck up, Jordan. <laughs> Comet, having turned into a dude, goes by the name Bronco Bill Star. Oh, Jesus. And Sounds becomes nice. a rodeo star because he has a special empathic connection to other horses because he's also a fucking horse. <laughs> but he's not. Then as Bronco Bill Star, he starts a relationship with Supergirl. Uh. In which he knows, it's a relationship with Linda Danvers, in which he knows that she is Supergirl, and she does not know he is a horse or her horse. And then, when the comet goes away, he turns back into Comet the Superhorse. And let me guess, that's like a six-page story. <laughs> it is it, it is shorter than you think. Yeah. But it's multiple stories. Oh, okay, okay. 
Comet's bad, and I hate him. And how long was he in the, the series? Comet? Yeah. I mean, he's like a late 60s edition. But, like, he was around for years, is what I'm saying. Yes. That sounds terrible. So, yeah. uh, so they're very similar, obviously. Yeah, sounds a lot like this garbage horse we're dealing with. Yeah, um, is actually a real boy, but sort of, um, but likes wait. to pretend that he's not a real boy and um, not be honest with the uh, woman that he's in love with. The girl, the girl, the girl, the girl. he's in love with. All right. That he's older than. <laughs> uh, so here's another question. Um, this is one asked by a friend of the show, Lindsay Ariel. And uh, I've seen this question a few times, but I hadn't answered it because I don't have an answer. Uh, and maybe you guys have a better answer. I have an answer because I don't. Uh, if the Amazon trio is the Always Sunny in Philadelphia crew, mm. who are the Amazon quartet? Mm. Amazon S quartet. And now we've we've talked about the, the we had The Office season one. Mm-hmm. We had Rest Development season two, I think, was it? Uh, yeah. Season three. What was the, the scientist girls? I forget what we thought they were. Oh, I forget. Yeah, I can't remember. But we definitely had the gang from Always Sunny for the, the trio. Who are the Amazonist Quartet? What, 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 what television program are they all from? I can't really think of a TV show where most people just sit around um, getting massages. That seems to be what they primarily do. Have you been watching Riverdale this season? It's mostly in, in changing rooms nowadays. <laughs> I've actually not watched Riverdale this season. I'm behind. There's a lot of skin. Oh, is there in Riverdale? <laughs> I think more than there has been before, but I could be wrong. Earlier tonight, Aiden was watching like a trailer for the next episode and it was like, Archie, welcome to the pit. And I was like, <laughs> what's the pit? And Aiden was like, oh, it's a bare knuckle boxing arena. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. She's like, and KJ Oppa's shirtless. And I was like, yeah, unnecessary detail. I figured you did not have to tell me. What, how many seasons till they get to Time Police? Fucking three and a half. So, okay. I don't know, dude. <laughs> the only reason we didn't get sabrina was because they're doing a sabrina show i know and when they basically already did man from riverdale kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway um that doesn't answer the question I hope they do pure heart the powerful anyway who yeah, are uh, i don't know quartet um i would love to hear our listeners thoughts on this any any thoughts cougar town <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about Cougar Town, but that feels right in my heart. You don't know anything about it? Right. No. Uh, I know that it is a show that was on the air and that Abed from Community was obsessed with it for a while. And he had a cameo. Yeah. A weird was meta weird. cameo, yeah. Maybe it's Community, actually. <laughs> oh, would you think so? Well, there's the weird old one that everybody hates. Who's that? Okay. Zirconia? Zirconia. Oh, Zirconia. <laughs> there's all these... Uh, Young people who are not living up to their potential. Well, that's. Hey, aren't you describing Thirty Rock? They've been led astray. This is this is a toughie. Okay, can we can we finish the show? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I mean, this show. I mean, Sailor Business. Oh, just end it right here. Okay. Yeah. Good night, everybody. No, let's finish the episode at least. No, we have forty-five minutes of horseback riding to talk about. Uh, (sighs) As I. should I make the joke I made before, Annie? Uh, I, mm, I don't know. I don't know, man. The joke I made before was that I'm a little more worried about horse front riding at this point. Oh.
supers. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck indeed. <laughs> so we're back in Dreamland in the in the in the Kryptonian Crystal Forest where uh, a horse and a girl are staring at, at each other and chatting about how much they've missed one another. It turns out Susan Susan Pen Pen bleh, I'm gonna get it wrong every fucking Pevensey. time. <laughs> it turns out Susan Pevensey got too obsessed with makeup and boys and being adult and couldn't go back to Narnia, even though all of her uh, brothers and her sister could. Except instead of Narnia, it's kissing a horse. Well, except Chibi can go back to that because here we go. <sighs> But not without a long lecture from a horse. The horse walks up to her, and first she freaks out because she's like, no, 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 I have horse death touch. I, I, <laughs> I have that now. I will kill you if I touch you. And he goes, well, he doesn't say anything, but he, go, he implies, no, you don't. Watch, let me rub myself on you. <laughs> this is another good place for Minako to just pop in from the corner like the toasty guy in Mortal Kombat and be like, hey, it's pretty fucked up, right? <laughs> Folks, it is. Hi, I'm Sailor Venus. It's a fucking weird one this week. So he's like, "Hey, you're in the dream world. It's all good, baby." Uh, and she's like, "I mean, look, I wish you were. I wish you were even slightly inaccurate with this." <laughs> so uh, they're gazing at the dream sunset, and he says, uh, "This is called Elysian, which is not." It's spelled weird. It's not spelled like the Elysian Fields. It's spelled no. different. Just for fun. Yeah, like there's an O up in there. Yeah, Eli Sion. Uh, I, I don't think... Is there anything else with that name? Let's see. Well, you know what? I mean, it makes... It it, it takes me to the actual Elysium when I, when I type that in, because it thinks, obviously, you're an idiot and you're wrong. Or a horse. Or a horse. <laughs> We all know it. <laughs> He's not even like a unicorn with cloven hooves. He's just got big old clip cloppers. Yeah, in fact, the free dictionary pretends that it has an entry with an ION, and then when you click on it, it goes, no, nah, no, nah, you just mean ISIM. It's fine. We fixed he, it for you. He doesn't even have any horseshoes. So much bad content. His, his single toe hurts all the time. I did not expect that my life would have so much media about horses that were also people. Two stories. <laughs> oh, oh, Jordan. I'm kidding. Jordan. There's so many. You want to do the rundown or? Oh, well, I, you can listen to me and Matt Wilson talking about the Equestria Girls movies and how confusing they are on moviefighterspodcast.com. Sure. Mm-hmm. What else you got? There's this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Comet. Mm-hmm. That's enough, don't you think? (laughs) When I said two, I was way off. Three. (laughs) Three's a lot. I mean, there's multiple Equestria Girls movies. Is that what Equus is about? No, no, I'm kidding. I know that's not Jesus Christ. Okay, so... It was a joke. So, at this point, the horse goes, ride me? Yeah. Yeah. Get get on top. She's like, won't won't I be too heavy in my big girl body? (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) Just use oh. your powerful thighs to grip. God, oh, great! Now my now my ears are in hell. Why are we taking turns grossing each other out? <laughs> Naoko, you could have stepped in. 
<laughs> so he flies her into the light. I'm not even going to talk about the expression or sounds she's making during it. Uh, we're just going to skip by that. Point being, Elysian is all fucked up and cratered. Covered in cobwebs. Yeah, somebody's been dropping dream bombs. Oh, is there cobwebs? Is that what it is? Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, well, it looks more like everything's been infected with, like, bagworms on trees or something. Ew. Yeah, gross. bagworms are gross. It's all fucked up. So he's like, yeah, this place is supported by beautiful dreams. You know, like, everybody has. <laughs> One day without warning, they came. <laughs> Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Ugh. He needs the golden crystal, which is a shame because we only have a legendary silver crystal. I Wait, made air quotes. No, no. He doesn't say he's he's looking for it. He says they want it. That's what the bad guys are here for, is the golden crystal. Uh, and in fact, from the chaotic, chaotic darkness of the new moon came the uh, the dead moon circus. How did so like how did the dead moon circus get to dreamland? Did they like go like let's all sleep in unison? Like what? Uh, shut up. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. How. Yeah, none of this makes none. None of it <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> you know, agreed. at least this takes place in a dream where no logic applies to anything. Oh, so this is all just bullshit. One time, I had a dream when I was a kid where instead of traffic lights, there were big giant pigs who were different colors, and sometimes they would get bigger when the light was changing. That, Dreams that are stupid. Actually, sounds kind of delightful. <laughs> Um, so this is, uh, if, if, if this place falls, then, uh, the world is going to become the white wolf world of darkness, which is a bummer. Yeah. Wad is not fun. <laughs> also, everybody in Elysian appears to be a horse, yes. which is weird There's for reasons birds. we'll get into later. There's birds. There's horses and birds. Right. Yeah, but don't touch them or they die. Well, she's not pure anymore. She can't touch the horses. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's a thing that might be a horse, but I don't know what the fuck it is. If that's a horse, like, it's a fucked up horse. Give me a timestamp, dog. Uh, timestamp is 1415. There's two animals that are not horses. All right, here we go. Let's see them. Yeah, those are supposed to be horses. <laughs> no, they are not. They are not horses. That's some weird shit. I mean, horses are weird shit. Yeah, but they look horses like horses. Horses are real weird shit. Oh, and not only are these horses weird shit, uh, I, I missed this because it was just like like a strobe effect when the webs come on. Like the, the horses are just like under the webs. Like they were just webbed yeah. in place. Yeah, they got Pompeyed. Yeah, yeah. They got Bagworm Pompeyed. Then they took him, the narrator, the horse man, captain. Narrator horse. And we see him for a second in a web. He don't look like no horse to me. Dun, dun, dun. They're like, Why? they're trying to dry this out, though. They're trying to draw this out and, like, put him in shadow. And all you can see is this beautiful mane of white hair. Yeah, you're yeah. like, wow. But then they just show him naked. Yeah. Wait, Real what? quick. Do they? They're like, hey, should we, should we keep this guy in shadow? Oh, no, let's just do some, some hard bondage. What's yeah, the... he's covered in spider webs. So he gets a little flickering light in his eye, and he's like, that's annoying. Oh, wait, what is that? Oh, also, he has a horn? I think we should point that out. Oh, yeah. He has a horn. It's a golden horn that he has, as Pegasus, he also has as a boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He has a boy uh, horn. It's that Anne McCaffrey unicorn girl book series. So he sees this light, and then he turns into Pegasus and goes towards the light. So he, like, projects his brain out of his body, and his brain turns into a horse. Is that what you think is happening? Okay. I think. I think it's like a, I think it's a projecting you thing. Could be right. I think I think he leaves his body behind. 
And that's when he met Chibi in episode one of this season. That was 30 episodes ago. It's yeah. been a long fucking time. That's longer than an episode, a season of American television back when they were like long. It's 15 hours of this goddamn horse. So mm-hmm. far. There's still a few more hours that's to go. two work days of yep. nothing but this horse. All right. Taking it easy, I guess. All right. Take lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yeah, so that's when we met me as a horse, you as yourself. That's cool and all. By the way, the reason you're a grown-up now is because that's evil magic from the new moon that makes you grow up. You need to you need to be a little girl again, or else I don't know if we can keep this up. I could no longer see your beautiful dream. Because you broke the rules, my perfect, beautiful rules, I never explained to you. The magic of the dead moon circus cast a shadow over your true dream. You have to get guys, back the light of your true dream, whatever the hell that is. You're too guys, big for gross. me now, and I hate it. This is so gross. I hate yes. it. Yep. I hate it. Yep. The horse is bad. <laughs> oh, God. Then she has this whole, like, friggin' crisis about, like, I couldn't see you, you gaslighting asshole horse. I couldn't see you in my dreams anymore. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't. I want it. And then she just turns young again. Yeah. Chris, why does she turn young in the uh, manga? They just do. When they they turn into... When they transform, when they turn into Sailor Moon and Sailor Chibi Moon, they get their normal forms back. That oh. feels like that would make sense, though. Yeah, I feel like that makes way more sense than that's this like, bullshit. That's like rebooting your computer. Right. Yeah, now that I think about it, you are correct on all that. Because this just is her bad. just going, I don't want to be that anymore. And it's like, all right, then you're not. It seems like transformation like, would break any transformation magic already cast upon you. And then she goes, <laughs> my clothes are too big. And I hate it. <laughs> and then she gives... <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So look, look, here's what happens. She's like, oh, my clothes are too big. And then she makes googly eyes at the horse, and the horse makes googly eyes at hers. And then the horse slowly leans his huge, horrible horse head in closer and closer. And then she closes her eyes, and he closes his eyes, and... (gasps) Kisu. (laughs) A horse and a human kiss. Except... He's it's kind not, of not really a, a horse. Horse, I mean, horse she's, there aren't really horse lips on her fucking human lips. Right, right. It's right. a they, hot boy lip. They definitely. The he's a horse when the kissing starts, and then he turns into a ghost boy. He's a horse and when he leans in. Acceptable. He's a horse when he leans in. He's a horse when, as far as Chibi's concerned, he's a horse. Her eyes are closed. She's thinking. Here we go, she horse is, lips. She is ready for these velvety horse lips <laughs> yes. that See, smell like Annie, carrots Annie, to grace her cheek. Annie, you're too evocative. <laughs> too many adjectives, too many I, details. I hate it. I hate this so much. So Horace tells her his name is Helios, and then she wakes up. And that he's and, also a hot boy. Yeah, he's also a boy. He's a he's a horse and a boy. I don't in a ghost. He's a boy's brain who's a ghost who's a horse. I hate it's some it. Some kind of nutcracker shit. Like, how how good would it have been if she if if after like courting her as a horse for all this time and then revealing he was a boy, she was like, Oh. I thought you were a Jordan, horse. Jordan, have <laughs> we ever gotten episodes that we that have that have broken us this much? <laughs> no, this is a terrible season. 
It's it's way worse than season R. Like I I refuse to believe. I understand there were bad episodes, and I understand that we make them better in our heads. But I don't. I can't imagine anyone making this season better in their heads. You know what's the best thing about Kingdom Hearts two? Those are a whole <laughs> no, bunch of Beauty and the Beast don't. things. You go, there are all these Beauty and the Beast worlds. Like, right. you, you hang out with Beast and Belle in the first one, even though it's not the Beauty and the Beast world. And then you have this whole two-part of Beauty and the Beast world in Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. And the whole thing is like, at the end of it, the Beast is like, Belle, I'd like you to stay here with me. Gulp, I have to talk about real feelings now, and I'm bad at it. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's cool. I'll stay. And then they dance in the courtyard. And they're a Beast and a, and a girl. And that's where they leave them. That's where they leave them. The whole game. There's still a monster and a girl, and then the only thing you get with this horrible human transformation that's really bad is, like, it's a conciliatory, like, very quick blink-and-it's-gone thing during the credits. You don't have to think about it. Everyone knows the monsters better. All right. I'm into it. And I just want to think about, like, monster boyfriends that are cool and not this piece of shit! You know, Beta Ray Bill's a horse, and I didn't have a problem with him. That's because he's like a Peter Ray Bill's so good. Did he ever kiss a lady? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In my favorite that. ship. What's your favorite ship? Beta Ray Bill and the Lady Sif. Nice. They're together oh, for yeah. like six fucking issues. What's it called? What's it called? I don't know. I when I was when I was tweeting about reading the Walt Simonson run, I used hashtag Thorspend. He was my <laughs> Thor horse husband. Love it. <laughs> So Chibi wakes up. She's back in her regular body. Usagi's back in her regular body. Unfortunately for Usagi, she is also wearing Chibi's pajamas, which means she is being strangled by Chibi's but like, pajamas. But like she's not. Like the clothes are not drawn tight. They just are drawn too small. It's weird. These aren't drawn super sexy like, even though like everything about tiny about like big Chibi Usa was. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is nuts. Are, I mean, are we not it, is the show does the finish the sentence finish the sentence does the show does the show want us to think Usagi's not sexy is that what's happening not compared to her daughter oh. I don't want to even get into that anyway. so yeah she, Usagi is having a nightmare about being strangled because her clothes are too tight around her neck. Meanwhile, uh, Palapala is like, hey, those girls probably got to sleep sometime. I'm just going to go in the middle of the night and do this. <laughs> and sh- how did she summon all these children in pajamas to the middle of the park at night? I don't know. All right. Pied Piper? Happened before? Yeah. Just go, hey, come out of the park. We're going to give away some free shit. Hey, oh. free puppet show. <laughs> free puppets. I'm on my way. So all the scouts have woken up and they all show up and Usagi's like, you toyed with the heart of a girl who struggles with her studies. And Usagi's like, or Tibius is like, you toyed with the heart of a girl who wanted to be a grown up. And Ami goes, you toyed with the dreams of many children. And Ray goes, you caused trouble in the middle of the night. And then Minako goes, hey, this is pretty fucked up, right? (laughs) Like, is it me? How... And then Makoto's like, we guardians can't forgive you. How did they know <laughs> to go to the park in the middle of the night? Do they still have those bangles? <laughs> Jordan, you gotta think that if you're a sailor scout and you wake up in the middle of the night, you probably just go to the park and check things out just to be sure. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's it's also frustrating because, like, we have these five seconds of, like, all of the other Sailor Scouts doing cool things and having fun characters and personalities, and I forgot. I forgot what it was like. Yeah. Then we get what is actually, I think, the one saving grace of this episode, which is Pero Pero the Candy Doll, which, which is a monster on a Sailor Moon episode that is super horny that is not a horny monster. Well, yet. yet. She'll get there. Does Parapara get horny? We all yeah. Come on. It turns into oh, a bunny f- lady. Come on. What are you watching? I, I was distracted at this point. And by distracted, I mean I didn't want to watch this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Parapara is, starts off as a big like jawbreaker in a wrapper, but with bunny ears. And the jawbreaker is just her face. It's, I like her in this form a lot. I missed the weird family of ball monsters. Yeah, you did. Those were those were funny. I love them. Uh, anyway, all the scouts are idiots. It, she shoots jelly balls at them. So then Jupiter counters by shooting leaves at them. Uh, but that just multiplies them. Like when they when they get hit by her attacks, they just turn into more and more but more balls. And then Venus is like, "Well, I'll do mine," and we get that beautiful uh, animation for Love and Beauty Shock. It's so good. Uh, and then it, that makes it multiply more. And then the rest of the scouts are like, well, let me, let me try this. <laughs> and it just keeps multiplying the ball. Well, Flame Sniper happens, and then uh, uh, doesn't Ami start to do hers? And they're like, will you just fucking stop? Or does she do it? No, she does it. She oh, does God damn it. Then you're right. They are just idiots. Yeah. And then in a vi- what I think is actually a very funny moment, uh, they all start running away. And you can see, if you watch it, that uh, Jupiter has picked up Chibi. And oh, has no, wait, Chibi hold tucked on. under her arm. Rhapsody. I'm sorry. Aqua Rhapsody actually stops it. Does it? Yeah. yeah. It freezes it all into a giant jelly because it's all monster. Because like it's all like a big gummy jelly, right? And it's like yeah. trying to get gum off of something. You freeze it. Well, you know what? Please forgive me. Ami Mizuno. I did yeah, not me mean too. to cast aspersions. I was wrong. They all applaud. They applaud her because she did a good job. They do applaud her because she has the most devastating attacks. And that, having stopped the jelly monster, that is what causes this monster, this uh, grand, you know what I'm talking about, the actual monster. It turns sexy. To melt oh, yeah. into a sexy bunny lady. Yeah, I see her now. I was definitely not paying attention at this point. Um, and they like, she thrusts her chest in our face, Chris. How did you miss this? I, I, I'm not kidding. I just kind of stopped watching. <laughs> it, it broke me, Jordan. Apparently it did. Yeah. Uh, in what is a pretty funny moment, she yes. goes to charge at the uh, Sailor Senshi. We get like a little animation. And then... Uh, her dress gets rosed to the ground and she falls on her face no not just falls on her face she falls on her face and her entire body splatters on the ground yeah she explodes pretty Pretty great i'm glad this episode has finally decided to give us something good someone who wastes food has no right to offer treats yeah so then uh twinkle yell no 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 no. there is a good bit here because he's like now sailor oh wait she's really far away now Sailor Moon! <laughs> I liked it. It made me That's chuckle, funny. and and so few things in this episode brought a smile to my face. So then, uh, Twinkle Yell, Moon Gorgeous Meditation, stage out. And then it's daytime? <laughs> What's happening? 
It's very light. Pegasus just kind of flies around and makes goo goo eyes at at that chibi moon. He's shining his horse light down on them all. Yep. Wow, you're getting very emotional. And that's the end. That's it. That's actually the end of the episode. Pegasus, I think I know you a little better now because we smooched. You know, I watched the next one and I feel like the next one, or at least I just left it playing. Watched is a pretty strong word at this point. As we were, you seen. just kind of like zoned out at this point. Yeah, yeah, I pretty much. Um, here's the thing: I don't think the next episode begins with Chibi Usa going, "Hey, so that horse is a boy," which I think <laughs> should happen. No, uh, she still has, dude. She still hasn't told anybody that she's been like secretly developing a relationship <sighs> with the horse. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a cutesy episode about who does Rini like? It couldn't possibly be a fucking horse. Yeah, that would be That's crazy. stupid. Gross. Yeah. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like now she knows the, the deal with, with the boy. No. And she should. No. She should. No. 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 Pegasus has trained her well. If she ever asks him questions or tries to tell anyone about him ever again, he'll go away. Yeah. He says, this is our secret. Yeah. What we do is just between us. And you can't tell anyone, especially not your family, or I'll go away again because you didn't believe in me. Why can't you just have faith in me? So that's the episode. Now it's time to talk about what we learned. (laughs) Good idea. Time for Sailor Business says, Annie, we'll start with you. What did you learn from this episode? I learned how tired I am. I learned to, you know what I learned? I learned to zone out and think about Beta Ray Bill. Oh. Who has a horse skull face. And he can never be loved because he is too hideous. He doesn't really look like a horse. It's a horse skull. Beta Ray Bill? Yeah. It's like a horse skull stretched over. It's like a horse skull with skin stretched over it. That would be a regular horse head. (laughs) No. (laughs) They have skin on them. No, it's like there's no musculature or anything. Uh, like okay. there, there's this big hole between like the front of the teeth and then like that big gap because they don't really have like back teeth all that much. But he doesn't have like a long nose. Yeah, it does. You, you seem good to reveal lately. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about like his, I'm not talking about his like Odin fixed me with a magic cane people body that's super gross. Uh, I'm talking about his regular gross. His space horse body. Yeah. With his thing fingers. <laughs> yeah. With his thing fingers? Yeah, he's got fingers like the thing. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay, so like some of the earlier drawings, he had a longer face than he does later. Uh, I see. Did they shorten his... Did they shorten Beta Ray Bill's face? It, he's very horsey. There are times when he's... I heard they gave him a wife at some point. Look, all I know about Beta Ray Bill is that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Beta Ray Bill technically exists, canonically exists, because there's no other aliens like him in the whole universe. He's specifically genetically engineered. And also Lady Sif isn't in Thor Ragnarok, so uh, no one can tell me that they're not off having adventures in space and holding hands. Oh, that's fun. And you learned Mm -hmm. that from this episode? (laughs) Uh, I learned it's better to think about that than think about a little 10-year-old girl kissing a fucking horse and being too impure when she's an adult. I learned to think about good things. Jordan, what did you learn? I learned that if your boss is setting you up for failure, you just take shit into your own hands and get the job done. All right. Well, uh, proud to announce that I'm going to be writing Wolverine. (laughs) We'll see how that goes this uh, 
Just winner. But we'll see how that goes. Taking it into my own hands, dog. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can write Wolverine fanfic if you like. I and thank you for holding back the insult you're thinking right now. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. <laughs> what did you learn, Chris? Uh I just I just I don't know. We've been here so long. Did you learn how much you love horses? No. Must love horses? <laughs> is that a is that a romantic comedy? I learned that there's only so much we can take. It's how how much longer is this season? It's gotta stop. You only got like what five more episodes left, or something it's, like that. It's nine. I think it's more than that. Let's see. Let's see. It goes to one sixty six. So eight more. We've got eight more episodes. So four more hours of this. We can do it. Can we? We can. We can get through it. All I right. believe in you guys. I have faith. Because Queen Nahalini is still pretty cool. She's is she? pretty cool. All right. Dark-haired, angry Usagi, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. And you know what? Look, you can get through it because after that, the horse will be gone, the, the quartet will be gone, and you'll be into something completely fucking wild. <laughs> That's accurate. <sighs> All right, I don't think we need to do final thoughts on this episode. It stinks. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, this episode makes me tired. Was it better than last episode? Um, no. Oh, that's a toughie. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Okay, they're both a very specific individual flavor of bad. Like last week's was just fucking <laughs> garbage, and this one's kind of morally reprehensible. So I could get angry at last week's episode. This week, I am weary. Yeah. Just tired. We were fired up last week. I can't feel that many feelings anymore. The horse kiss took them away from me. I mean, at least she didn't kiss the horse for real. She did, and you know it. (laughs) She was ready to kiss the horse. She had closed her eyes seeing that horse come at her. Yeah, you're right. Annie. Hi. We're done here. Okay. Where can everyone find you? online <laughs> i'm so tired <laughs> if you want to find me on social media i am on twitter at Anizard. that's a-n-n-i-e-z-a-r-d like charizard the pokemon uh if you want to find me yelling about other things that make me a little less tired then you can do that at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com where you can find all of the podcasts and projects i'm involved in such as i will fight you where we yell about a lot of things like jupiter ascending and love never dies uh we actually have an episode that should be airing uh pretty concurrently when this comes out about rocky horror picture show yeah kit is a huge fan of rocky horror Uh, it was very fun learning from her awesome where, where do you fall on that axis? Because I can tell you, of the hosts of Sailor Business, we represent the two ends of that continuum. Here's the problem. I was a theater kid, but I'm also not particularly gay. So I saw somewhere in the, in the yeah, it's all right, middle. Well, I love it. So there you are. All right. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, I don't. Uh, you also have, an, uh, we mentioned uh, Chobits obliquely. Obliquely, yes. Uh, earlier on, and you have a really, really fun episode about that show. Thank you. That is, I think your most recent. Yeah, it's I'm. Very good. I'm very pleased about our Chobits episode. I had to explain Chobits to people who hadn't, uh, who had only read one volume of Chobits and who hadn't read any Chobits, and it got wild. Yeah. 
so Annie, thank you so much for joining us. You're always a joy to have on the show and a joy to listen to on your other shows. Thank you for having me perpetually. I'm happy to have not worn out your goodwill at this juncture. <laughs> you know, it just occurred to me. Yes. That this is technically our Halloween special. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody! Is, is it? Yeah, this is the one that's going to go up yeah, before right Halloween. Before Halloween. Yeah. This is our Halloween episode. It's scary. I'm sorry. Yeah, we were confronted with a horror. Yeah, and that's we accurate. did not make it out the same. We are changed. Who will survive and what will be left of them? Jordan, where can everybody find us online? Um, I'm on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. The show's on Twitter at Sailor Business. Uh, and our producer, Jake Mason, is on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason, where he will talk to you about many things, including the variety of podcasts that he is on and or creates in various capacities. Chris, how about yourself? Everybody can find me by going to the-isb.com. I am also on the bad website Twitter as <laughs> at the ISB, if you would like to uh, follow me there. It is Halloween, and if you are a fan of the things we do here, uh, you can go to your local comic book store and buy the Army of Darkness Halloween special, which Chad Bowers and I co-wrote the main story of. The... Uh, backup story is by Benito Serino, who is another podcasting partner of mine. We do Apocrypals together. Then when you come home, or you right now, actually, you can go onto comicsology.com and buy the fourth issue of Dracula the Unconquered, the brand new issue of my very infrequently published, but very, very good uh, comic about Dracula being a world-traveling adventure. Number four is the one with Carmilla in it. It's my favorite one of the series so far. I think Steve and Josh did a killer job. So definitely check that out, please. I am such a huge fan of Dracula the Unconquered. I'm so excited for issue four. Thank you, Annie. Uh, the first three issues, I think, are on sale now for a dollar each. Uh, usually number three is two dollars. They're 24 full color pages. And uh, that means that you can get for five bucks uh 96 full color pages of adventure comics that I have written. So nice. do that, please. That's about it. Uh, you can email the show sailor business podcast at gmail.com. You can follow the show at sailor business. Check us out. Sailorbusiness.com. rating review, all that good stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash sailor business. Didn't thank anyone in the act break. Cause we were in a very bad <laughs> mood. I don't want anybody's thank yous associated with that. <laughs> But uh, definitely go to patreon.com slash business. Jordan, am I forgetting anything? Um, I don't think so. All right. In that case, we'll be back maybe next week. I don't know. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor business.